This is the Subtractive and your boy Rick Roy podcast, episode seven of season two. Your boy Rick Roy, how the fuck are you today? Pretty swell, my man. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. I'm exhausted. Um, we just got back from vacation like literally an hour and a half ago. <laughs> just, yeah, you did, man. Just yeah, we're doing in. it today. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It. We had a blast, man. It was pretty cool. I don't know where you found this website or where you found this podcast, but uh, wherever you found it, the easiest place to find it would be the subtractive.com. Uh, we update it weekly. Oh my God. I'm really excited about this. So I have a lot of things on the subtractive.com that are available for your entertainments. One of those things is my latest album. Another time. Uh, I, it's on sale, actually. It's half price from now until Halloween. What? Yeah, it's half price, right down the fucking middle. You can get it for five bucks, the entire album. Oh, that's sick, man. Yeah, and there's a lot of other stuff on the site, too. There's uh, there's some old Thorium. I'm slowly getting up there. I think I have, I don't know how many songs. I think I have maybe five or six Thorium songs up there. I have three My Platinum Nightmare songs. There's more to come. I'm just still working on getting the sounds right. You know, we've been talking to the AITB guys lately. I'm trying to track Mm. down some old shit from them, but that's been... (laughs) Oh, my God. That's been insane. That's been a... I haven't even been able to track down the last member. When they say that he's elusive, this guy just is off the grid. I don't... I I really don't know how to get him. (laughs) It's driving me crazy, man. So, um, yeah, so that's uh, thesubtractive.com. You can listen to this podcast on, uh, there's links there to the podcast on SoundCloud, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Also on the website, you'll find links to our, our buddies here. Um, oh, God, losttouristbrewery.com for all of your amazing micro beer needs go ahead and hit him up he's got some great shit room full of Dwayne productions on facebook rfod tv on youtube check those girls out they've been coming out with some pretty riotous shit man check them out um west coast flanders on soundcloud love him to death kevin saint art on instagram love him to death i i just saw his new piece for one of Lost Taurus Brewery labels for one of their beers. Yo, you got to send me that. I got to check that out, man. It's called Pharaoh's Secret. I, that's what it's called. The beer, the brew is called Pharaoh's Secret. 
Kevin St. Art does the label for it. It's incredible. It's incredible. I'm very jealous. I got to get back to Kevin St. Art, get more artwork. I just uh, liked his page and checked it out, dude. I can't believe the artwork he does. I saw our show. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, dude. But I actually looked at his other shit. Yeah. Wow, oh, my dude. God. Dude, it's Holy like, where does his, his, where does his brain go when he gets in his mode? It reminds me of like, um, Dolly and shit. Those, like, <laughs> those, uh, Rob know. Zombie videos and like, yes, you know, like, like Beavis, yes. Beavis and Butthead, you know, do America when they, you know, they start tripping out and whatnot to that Rob Zombie kind of effect, dude. Yes. Holy shit, dude. It I is, fucking love it. It's awesome. It, oh, well worth the, the money, man. Well worth it. Our fellow podcasters over at Privateers Inc. Very funny podcast. Check them out. And AITB, of course. Uh, check them. You know, let, just stay tuned to them. I was hoping to have Greg Simmons on this podcast, but like I said, I'm still really struggling to track him down, hopefully in the future. But if you don't know who AITB is, uh, go back and listen to the other podcast. We do interviews with Dick the Wolf Jones, Rex Polanski, uh, Amos Purpleheart. They're they're the interviews are out of this world they are something else please listen to them and uh and give me give me a reminder what the fuck does aitb stand for that's anarchy in the basement oh shit that's right that's right they've bragged that they've been the best in the basement touring circuit for the past 20 some odd years they've been around forever um they're something else. They really are. So that's aitb fucking pay attention to them um right quick it was uh dead Prez inc i mean they're they're doing some great tattoo, great work right now, man. If you need uh, some ink done, dude, you can always stop down there and check them out. So up here in Portland, Maine, I'm just working at a supermarket doing my thing, dude. And who walks by but Diego himself? I'm like, what the fuck? In Maine? And my buddy knew him. Yeah, my buddy fucking Wasco knew him. And they're like, yo, what's up? I'm like, Diego, yo, it's me. He's like, oh, shit. I'm like, what the fuck are the chances? Awesome. That's, uh, that's Dead Prez Inc. That's in... Um connecticut meriden connecticut i believe check him out too oh man <clears throat> i am thoroughly exhausted i'm thoroughly thoroughly exhausted <laughs> just wiped this vacation has whooped my ass it was uh and i go right back to work tomorrow i don't even have no way it was like vacation get home do this podcast after i get off here i'm gonna go take a shower get ready for bed and then it's up at fucking six in the morning it's so weird how vacations are supposed to be like relaxing whatnot but sometimes they're more draining we went to pigeon forge tennessee that's such a silly name dude i'm sorry that's such a fucking silly name dude <laughs> it is it it's it's right by gatlinburg it reminds me of the house we used to live in the pigeon house oh yeah <laughs> the pigeon fork dude i mean that's just it reminds yeah. me of dude <laughs> damn that house, there were so many fucking pigeons. This house, we lived in the second floor of uh, an apartment building in the middle of, like, just all these, like, businesses. It wasn't even a... Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was insane. And the top of the house was sat, like, hundreds of fat fucking pigeons. And they would shit everywhere, and it stunk so bad. Oh, my God. And then she put down lime. Try to get rid of all the fucking bird shit, dude, and just reek even more. The landlady, the lady that owned the house, she would feed these yep, fucking Millie. pigeons. Millie, that's right. Yeah, that was her name. <laughs> she would feed these pigeons. She would haul out with her old ass. She would drag out these huge bags of bird seed and just dump them on the fucking ground. And all oh, these- I love Millie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all these pigeons would just eat and shit everywhere. 
And then one, we call him the Godfather Pigeon, dude. It was like from the uh, Animaniacs, the whole pigeon scheme. Um, he'd just come down, all the pigeons just run away. He would eat and have like a couple like, you he know. He was the fattest pigeon I've him. ever seen. I never dude, saw a pigeon that huge. fat before. And he died. So we whatever. were there. Did you, were you there when he died? No. Oh my God. He said, it was so fucked up. What? So we were on the porch. He was sitting on one of the banisters on the porch. Yeah. Fat as shit. He wouldn't fly away. And it was right next to the door. So we would walk in and out of the door and he would just sit there literally like six, seven inches from the door. <clears throat> so we knew something was wrong. Dude, this thing was massive. It was so fucking fat. And, um, the next morning, he wasn't there. It was just, there was shit. The most, like the biggest amount of bird shit I've ever seen in one place. And behind the porch, he had fallen off and died. So he landed there to like chill, I guess, to like say, thanks for feeding me all these fucking years. And then the next morning, he just shit himself to death. That poor bird. No way. Yeah. Fucking metal, man. Metal. I was just going to say, dude, that's so brutal, dude. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, I worked in many tourist areas. My town is a tourist town. Um, yeah, it's it gets congested really quick with traffic and people. But at the same time, it's awesome because to me, it's like there's so many new people. Like Especially when I first arrived here, it was awesome. I was like, yeah, dude, this is great. October hits, dude, they're fucking gone. Emptied the fuck out. They're out. They're gone. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I, I don't fucking blame them. I'd be gone in October too, man. Yep, they hit the leaf, the leaf peepers, and they come over and see the leaves, you know, and turn colors and shit because they've never seen it before, I guess. And then they're gone. We had gone while we were at Pigeon Forge. We had done a couple things there. Uh, one of them was frequent almost every souvenir shop that was there. If you've been in one souvenir shop, you've been in exactly every single souvenir shop in the world. They all sell the same shit. So, right. um. By the time we got to this one souvenir shop, I was through. I didn't want to go into any more. So I said, all right, there's like a vape store next door. I'm going to go to this vape store. I've never been in a vape store. I don't vape, really. I mean, I've tried it before. It's not my thing. Um, I'm not 20 and I'm not a hipster, so I don't vape. So I didn't know what to expect, but I knew it was going to be better than going into the fucking souvenir shop. So I went into this vape store. And immediately I wanted to leave because what I saw was on the right side, a white guy with dreadlocks and he looked like the singer of like rusted root. Uh, You know about those guys? Yeah. Everybody knows about anybody that lived in the nineties knows about rusted root. (laughs) So he looked like the singer of fucking send me on my way. And, uh, he was just billowing the steam, the smoke, you know, he was just fucking sitting there like, what's up, man. And he looked exact like anybody, any white guy with dreadlocks. That's what he looks like. Blonde dreadlocks. So you're saying he looked like me in the nineties. No, he had blonde dread dreadlock. There's a big oh, blonde dread yeah. word, word, word. So he was sitting there vaping like hell. He's like, what's up? I was like, fuck me. I don't want to be here. And I looked to the other side And I see this guy, they're playing some sort of metal music. And I see this other guy fucking shredding air guitar. And I mean, like seriously good at air guitar. And he's like, can I help you with anything? Not not missing a beat, not missing a note on that air guitar. He's like, 
what's up, man? Can I help you with anything? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to be here at all. So I was like, oh, good music. Who is it? And he said, oh, it's the Faceless. I was like, oh, okay. I know who the Faceless is. They're Oh yeah, I love those guys. So the other guy goes, uh, dude, did you ever hear a mushroom head? <laughs> I'm like, what fucking year is this? Holy shit. <laughs> I just walked into a fucking time warp. Yeah, Holy where the fuck shit. am I? I'm like, dude, I've heard a mushroom head like 15 yeah. years ago. And he's like, yeah, they're all new new members now. They're awesome. I was like, I don't know. I didn't even know they were still a thing. I forgot they existed until that fucking dreadlock motherfucker said mushroom head. So, right. <laughs> anyways, air guitar guy is still going strong. He's still fucking going. He stops every once in a while to rip his vape. So both of these guys <laughs> are just vaping. And also, hold on. They're vaping in the fucking store. Yeah, dude. They're just yeah. They're what? they're a hundred percent in into this vaping thing. So they um. So now I know I don't want to be in the store. I I was kind of curious to see what they offered, but now I don't give a fuck. I just want to get out, but I don't want to be a dick either. I don't want to walk in, see them, and be like, fuck this, and walk out, you know? I was like, I'm going to look around. I hope the fuck somebody else comes in, or they get a phone call. Then I can sneak. Because there's nobody there. Yeah, I need an out. I need an out. Yeah, and also, why do you need two fucking people working that store? So anyway... I'm walking around and I see they got like different vape thing. Well, I don't I don't know any of this shit. They have different vaporizer machines and then they have different liquids to put in them. And then in the corner, they have like bags of just green shit. Like it looks like bags of like brown weed. And I was like, oh, what's that? So now that, that's piqued my interest. I said, oh, what's that? Yeah, he I said, got your curiosity. Yeah. The guy says, he says, oh, that's hemp. And I said, oh. What do you do with it? Like, put it in a vape? He said, no, we don't have the hemp oil yet. That's just regular hemp. I said, what do you do with it? He says, smoke it. I, <laughs> I says, oh, uh, do you have pipes, sir? He said, no. So I was like, whatever. So they had no reason to even have hemp in there, but they were selling hemp. And no explanation for it whatsoever, I'm taking. That's how pretentious that place was. They're like, yeah, we have hemp. <laughs> I was like, why? Why do you have hemp? There's no we reason. We hemp and play air guitar, bro. <laughs> yes, it was the worst, dude. It was the you worst. You realize I'm in a solo right now. Why the fuck are you even asking me? If you need me, wait until the second stanza. So, <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, I, I'm hating myself. I hear the door open and the little bell ring and I say, thank fuck. And as soon as they start talking to this new guy, I'm out. I'm like, phew. Fuck out of there, man. Out of there. The other guy still playing the air I think he stopped playing air guitar by now if we're going to, you know, hold to truth. It reminded me of oh, and those two guys were talking back and forth music like a couple of kids working in a uh, like an old record store. To me, the worst part of the record store is the employees cuz they're either every once in a while you get somebody that's really cool and you always try to go to him, but for the most part you get these pompous elitists. That <laughs> that that are just oh you're gonna get that that's not even their best. They're album. judging you for your your musical taste or whatever you're buying. Like oh oh yeah I've got this on vinyl. They're like dude fuck you. <laughs> that happened and then you know I have my family two kids I have a 17 year old son I have an 11 year old daughter and um, a beautiful wife and we. 
all encountered the same sort of very racist experience. We went to the wax museum. They have a wax museum there. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I put a mess of pictures on my Facebook page. Some of them are really funny. And um, we had a blast, dude. And then also with the wax museum, they had these rides. You know, that like the interactive rides. You sit, strap in a chair, and you, oh, put, yeah. you put the 3D glasses on. You look at the huge screen. Great. And th- this one was awesome because it had guns, like light guns. No While we were waiting in line, there was two different show uh, two different games you could go into we were in the line for one there was two families in the line for the other one one of these families was a mexican family the lady so and it was it was cordoned off at the front so when the 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 last group is when they're done and it's your turn then she unlocks the rope and you go through you know how so she's parading back and forth and uh, she she checks and she says, all right. So the white family was waiting to go in. The, port- the, the Mexican family came out and got back in line. When they came out, they started going the wrong way. And the lady totally fucking ripped their head off. And I was like, yo, this lady's a monster. I hope she doesn't fucking talk to the uh, us like this I too. See. So, the- <laughs> excuse me. So they got back in line and um, the white family went in. And she didn't really say too much to the white family, but she wasn't obnoxious to them either. The little Mexican boy was leaning on the pole, like the little handrail there. Yeah. She popped his hand and said, don't lean up against that. What? I'm thinking, bitch. She put her fucking hands on him? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if she slapped at the top of his hand or next to his hand, but it looked like the top of his hand. And said, don't lean up against the fucking handrail. Why? It's a... That's what they're there for, asshole. So then I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to lean up against this shit and see if she says anything. So I lean up against it. Hell yeah, bro. Everybody gets leaning up against this thing. Yeah. We get to go in. She unlocks our rope. It's our turn to go. We walk by her. She goes, have a good time now. Closes the door behind us. Dude. So afterwards, the kids were like, why was she being so mean? They looked like a picture perfect family. That makes me sad, dude. I mean, it really does. That like this story just fucking like took me out of like, yeah, what's up, dude? You're like, oh damn, dude. Carrie, she's the eleven year old. She was the one that was uh, diagnosed with uh, autism spectrum disorder. She was popped on the spectrum when she was three. We did the whole intensive therapy thing for years. It was fucking hell. Yeah, I'm going on that route right now, man, actually. <laughs> we had a huge victory. Her so, her worker petitioned to have that diagnosis taken off of her record permanently, and they approved it. That's a huge win. Not saying that she should be ashamed of what that what she is, but it should be up to her if she decides to let that out or not. I agree. I agree. And um, that's only going to make somebody stronger if they choose to embrace it and help other people and, you know, make that connection with other kids or other humans that are like that. Having said that, um, she's somebody that I can have pretty involved conversations with at 11 years old. So she asked all the questions that she wanted to know. I answered all the questions and that was it. I mean, she said, all right, I, hopefully her takeaway is that lady's a douchebag. Don't fucking act like her. Don't. Yeah. yeah. I'm not happy it happened to you, but I'm happy that you, you had a teachable moment come out of that. I'm not happy it happened to that fucking family. I was really, really upset and embarrassed. I was really embarrassed to be white 
right in that moment, I was Yo, like, why? please don't fucking think that we all think that way. Because we don't. Exactly. No, absolutely not, <laughs> dude. Know? No. <laughs> How was the ride? Oh, dude, it was fucking awesome, dude. It was about a... Uh, it was about like a, a twisted ass carnival and you're on this, you're on the Ferris wheel and the roller coaster and all the things are falling apart. Like some final destination shit. No way. I'm excited. I'm getting pumped up right now. Thinking about it. I also discovered what Kratom was. K R A T O M. I think that's how you pronounce it. It was something I had heard of before and it was something that people were saying they'll probably take it off the market, but for right now it's on there. And what it's supposed to do is you take a couple of them and it gives you like a caffeine sort of high, like an energy, energy drink sort of boost. Uh, but if you take more than that, it gives you this state of euphoria. Mm -hmm. So I did my research. I said, all right. So, um, I took five. I said, let's see what five does. Cause it's, um, and it was, it was surprisingly more than I expected. It, it was a lot more than I anticipated it would be. No, can you OD on this shit? No, no, you cannot. That was the first thing I checked. It's not addictive. So they say if you take more than, if you take like like four grams or more, you'll get this euphoric effect. I took five, so I took two and a half grams, and I felt it a little bit. I went back and I took a, a lot. I think I took like ten cap. No, I took eight capsules. And it's well, you're a bigger dude too, right? You're not like a skinny mini like me, man. I'm dropping at like 125 pounds. Dude, fucking, so. I'm pushing three. Uh, I might have pushed three. I, I don't know. That's mass, baby. That's mass. Yeah, it's a lot of mass, dude. So I took eight, and it was it was impressive, dude. It wasn't bad at all. It was uh, it was surprising. I don't see why they would take it off of the market, like. You know, they had that salvia that came out. I definitely understood why they took that off because that made you, that puts you out of your fucking mind for about five minutes. I tried it once and it was like some weak shit, dude. And I only took one, you know, one rip off it, whatever, dude. And it didn't really do anything. But I know people that went off the deep end with that shit. I did it twice and both times I was completely out of my mind. And I, I don't like not having any kind of control. And you don't really have any kind of control with salvia. So that wasn't for me. I'm glad right, I did dude. it because not. But that's the same thing. That shit's just a plant too. I could see well, why exactly they took it man. off. I don't think they should have. I don't think they should take anything. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it's fair. Anyways, let people decide what they can do. You know, whatever. I mean, right, you yeah, know. Exactly, let man. me put it this way: Maybe people shouldn't decide, but I know for a fact the government should not decide. So. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to shit like Raka right. and yes. you know, like <laughs> you might want to be regulating that shit, dude. You're know, like trying to wipe right. that off the market too, because that's 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 above and beyond right there, dude. But simple plants yeah. and shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, you should be able to let the, let the public decide on what's enough for it, you know, for them. That was pretty much it. Um, my wife got Whoa, me. Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna skip all the fucking the whole weapon shop, dude. Oh my god, that weapon shop! Did you see those pictures? Oh, dude, it was called um, China Bazaar. That was the name of the place. China, yeah. China Bazaar in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, is has so many cool fucking weapons. Um, they have many replicas. Any replica you can think of. Uh, the Final Fantasy, One Piece, um, f 
fucking I can't really th- they even had some of the old War- Warcraft World of Warcraft so they have like a lot they have a huge selection um I got jo- uh, yeah I like replicas I really yeah. enjoy that shit dude and then besides the replicas they have some straight up serious samurai shit too they have like the the samurai swords and stuff uh full tang sharpened ready to go fucking I mean nice dude nice yeah, decapitation tool. Yeah, the prices are nice too. <laughs> now you are gonna if you want some serious shit, it's gonna cost you. The replicas, on the other hand, are very, very reasonable. R- extremely reasonable. Um, yeah, I wish I had. I'm kind of actually glad I didn't have money. Because if I did, I would have bought. You dumped it. Yeah, I would have dumped all of it on that place. I had a little bit of money. I bought something here and there, but uh, and, oh, and I got Josh. Uh, he wanted a sword, so I got him a. Well, he got a sword with his own. Nice, but, yeah. nice. So he's got he's got a pretty cool sword. It's a samurai sword, and in the handle, it's got a hidden dagger. It's really really nice. <clears throat> I love that shit, dude. Yeah, it was awesome. They had a record store there. I saw it. I pulled it up on my fucking, uh, I, I stopped into a music store and then the next day when I was texting you, I said, we're going to go stop at this record store. So oh, work. the music store was okay. It was just a regular, uh, it was a country music store. I knew I wasn't going to be too impressed, but you, I <laughs> always have to go into these places cause you never, ever know what you're going to find. Oh, I know really dude. So, um, I go in there. They have a lot of court bases and amps, which is not a brand that I'm interested in. Then they had this other brand. It was like their house brand, reasonably priced, uh, but they were purely acoustic. There was no electric uh, instruments in the place. I don't think it's kind of cool though. Yeah. So they were, they were very niche for just like pretty much your bluegrass players. Um, mm-hmm. They did have the upright, like a couple upright basses, which was pretty cool, but nothing like really impressive. They they did have a guitar slide for pretty cheap, so I got one of those because I need. I always lose those in capos, so I I got one of those. Um, and then they had a tiny CD section, and yep. in their at one spot, Trish says, uh, "Oh, look, they have sound effects." I was like, "Zoink!" I went right over there. I said, "What do we got here?" You know. So they had a double CD of the CBS broadcast sound effects from like the eighties. And I was like, sweet. And and it was like 13 bucks, dude. So I was like, fuck yeah. You know, double CD, I'll figure it out, you know, whatever. So I bought that and I bought the capo and the guy rings it up. He says, that'll be $8 and 37 cents. I was like, oh, that CD's $13. He said, it rang up two ninety nine. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I will take it, dude. I was really happy. I said, two ninety nine. You got yourself a deal, pal. So that was pretty much it. That was that was the whole vacation. The kids went on rides. You know, we did normal vacation stuff. The traffic was fucking just, oh my God, the traffic was so bad. It was like 20 minutes to get across the street. It was horrible. It's not very one with nature. If you're looking for one with nature, don't go to Pigeon Forge. Um, so I think you did. You did like do no fishing whatsoever. No, I don't fish. I'm not a big fisher. Oh, you don't? No, I once in a while I'll go, but it's not really. I'm not big into it. I don't really have time for it. What? Yeah, 
I don't drink. What am I going to do? That's fish cool. sober? I'm not going to fish hold on. sober. I'll, dude, that thought just went right through my mind. I was like, hold on. He doesn't drink. Yeah. So, therefore, why sit there and fish? Yeah, it's fucking... <laughs> I'm not doing that. Trish got me some uh, bacon and cheese flavored crickets. Oh, uh, you picked those shits up? Yeah, these are some fat little guys, too. One of them looks like he's got a yeah. stinger. You motherfucker. That's a wave of the future, man. Yeah. Bugs. Bugs for protein. That's a wave of the future right there, dude. Blah. Yep. I mean, I'm sure. I'm into it. I'm sure I can get into it, dude, you know, if I don't really taste it or realize it, dude. I mean, I know it's protein, but. I got them right here. I'm going to. I am I, fucking good. I'm going to try them. See what they're like. No, don't try them yet. Hold up. Because I got something over here, too, bro. Oh, what do you got? I am scared as hell to do this again, dude, but I have the world's hottest chocolate. And. It's all melted together, so like one cube is what you're supposed to take, but I don't know what one cube is anymore, dude. So I'm just gonna pop some. If you're gonna be fucking eating crickets, I'm yeah. gonna join you eating the fucking world's hottest chocolate. Oh, no. How does that sound? So, so what makes this the world's hottest chocolate? Um, the package says it. <laughs> so, real quick, let me just try to read this off. Um, Says, Warning, this small piece chocolate bar is extremely spicy and is not to be consumed by those sensitive to spicy foods or anyone with any existing current or respiratory conditions. The world's hottest chocolate bar has potentially or potential to cause skin or mouth irritation, yada yada yada. Don't put it in your eyes, don't give it to your kids, yeah, I got that point. Pure chili extract to be handled with extreme caution. Just do it at your own risk. Oh, dude, the, their heads pop when you bite them. Oh. Damn. Oh, dude. I run from fucking bugs. I scream like a little bitch. Alright, so I've got in my palm here what would be a cube and a quarter. I'm going to toss that in. I'm chewing on these right now. Oh my god, this one has eyes. Oh my god, I'm going to take a picture of this. It looks like it has an eyeball and looking at the me. The second I put this in my mouth, my fucking tongue starts burning. My mouth is on fire. <laughs> oh, no. Oh my god, this fucking sucks. So the world's hottest chocolate. Uh, your boy Rick Roy just popped an entire cube of the world's... No, a cube and some... I mean, all fucking melted together. I don't know how much that shit is. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my fucking god, I'm going to fucking throw up. Holy shit. So explain what's going on right now. So automatic sweat. Is it the lips and everything? No, just the fucking tongue. In my throat. Like fucking intense fire. Oh my god, dude. What kind of um is it what kind of pepper is in it? Chili. I'm gonna I'm gonna down the rest of these crickets. There's only about three left. I've probably eaten seven or eight. Oh, fuck you. The problem with it is when you get to the head, the head is so big and bulgy. And sometimes yeah. it's like darker than the rest of it, so it looks like it's an eyeball. Oh my god, this fucking is intense, dude. Holy shit, my fucking eyes are watering. They're not they're not that bad. They taste kind of like peanut skins. Last time I did this, I didn't think it was that bad either. All right, hold on. I'm going to grab some milk. Fuck the beer. Your boy Rick Roy's in pain. Dude, just drinking straight out of the fucking gallon of milk, yo. Pop it and drop it. It's caught in my fucking... Dude, it's caught in my fucking teeth, man. <laughs> so it's like... A, every time I fucking take a sip, it's like... Just like chocolate milk of death. Taking one for the team. Your boy Rick Roy just ate... Uh, what is possibly the hottest chocolate bar? 
in the world. So uh, self-proclaimed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the subtractive just munched on some crickets. So we're good to go. No, no, we're not good to go. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you mean we're good to go? You're good to go, motherfucker. Oh, man. All right, so I'm going on a fucking vacation myself next week. And uh, we're going to a lake house. So we're going to be having a swimming fucking pond and shit. Oh, my God. And bringing two little kids, like a seven-year-old and a four-year-old, it's not just being one with nature. Unless the kids are in the house and chilling out, and I'm outside being one with nature. But yeah, I still hear from the fucking background, what are you doing? No, don't do that. <laughs> and I have to fucking run. Not run, but just like raise my voice. But I don't want to raise my voice, you know, the neighbors and shit. Tell me nothing, nothing pisses you off more than when your kids make you fucking lose it in front of other people. Oh my god. It's the worst. I mean, sometimes I'm like, excuse me real quick, but I gotta handle this shit. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm talking about like in front of people you don't know, like in a supermarket. I don't know if you've ever done that. But I've gotten to the point where Oh yes, I have I don't even give a fuck who hears me. You're gonna fucking cut that shit out right now. You know what I mean? You're gonna fucking stop, yo. I'm a, I'm the way I think about it is the other people, especially adults, grew up in the same time period we did, 70s and 80s, or, well, I was born in the 80s, so whatever. You know what I'm saying, dude. They understand old school discipline. I'm not gonna sit here and say I've never hit the kids. I've gotten a hold of both of them pretty fucking good on occasions. I try not to. Uh, I don't anymore. Both of them are old enough. You know, that. Carrie's 11, Josh is 17. They're past that. You know, yep. um <laughs> I don't care what other people think about how I raise kids. I I don't care about their opinions, their advice, nothing. You you can't. You just have they're your kids. You have to raise them. You raise them the way that you You know think. them better than anybody else does or ever will. And we heard it all, believe me, raising Carrie when Carrie was going through the ASD and the Aspergers and all that. We had everybody saying we were doing everything wrong. And after a while, you just got to tell everybody to just back the fuck up. You know what I mean? It's not helping. Yeah, I get a lot of advice and shit like that, especially for my kids. And it's like, I get it. I understand you're concerned. I understand you're trying to help. Okay, the pain is going away slowly but surely right now. Just to have an update, it still hurts. But it's it comes to a point where you just say... You know what, dude? This is the these these are my boundaries. This is what I'm trying to do. And if you're not along with it, then you're not gonna be a part of my kid's life. Because I need to make sure that these fucking kids have strict fucking rules. And judge me if you want, dude. Fine. You know what I mean? But at the same time, they come home with me at night, dude. They're the ones that are with me. So I need to fucking make sure that everybody's on the same page. That's really hard. They have to respect me and my rules. They don't have to fucking listen to you. Go fucking somewhere else with that shit. Right, exactly. Josh, when he was younger, he would uh, he would always sleep on the couch in the living room. I told him, yo, you got your own room. Don't be sleeping on the couch. I don't want ass marks on my couch. You know what I'm saying? I don't want sweaty marks from you sleeping up on my couch. Well, how old, is, how, how old was he? He was probably about 10. He's 17 now. He has since matured. So it was right coming out the gate when we first started. This was early in all of our relationship, you know. I was new, fairly new to the picture. This was not my first time as a step-parent. I had had, my previous wife had had a couple, she had three kids. 
So every night he would get on this fucking couch. And one night I lost it. I swung open the French doors on the fucking uh, on the front doors of the house. They're French doors. I dragged oh, yeah. I dragged the couch with him on it all the way outside. And I fucking what? shut the doors. Yes, I did. I said, we're getting rid of this fucking couch. I'm sick. I'm sick of doing this shit every night. Yo, that's what? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's what, <laughs> I'm not saying it's the right thing or the wrong thing, but that's what I did. I don't give a fuck, dude. No. I'm dude. I'm the mentality of you pile up shit on a table. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'll remove the table. Yeah. So you you have no place to fucking put. Now you have to put that shit away. Yep. I I backed off a lot nowadays, dude. But that was my mentality for a long time. He was he was about to sleep on it. it was probably ten at night. I I wheeled the whole thing outside. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yes. Yep. Dude, shit! I'm gonna fucking remove the couch. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. I love it. So that's um uh, that's my tirade. You know, he's he's grown into a much more respectable. Young man, he's got a ways to go. So do I. I mean, so do we all. You know what I mean? We yeah, exactly, he's, man. That's well put. Well, he's put. trying we to do. figure it out just the same as everybody else. I I do try to remind myself of that, but I also know what certain things, certain choices that you make can lead to. And I try to say, look, I try to give them as much information as I can, which is a lot. I've lived a pretty full life up yep. until this point. And then it's up to them if they take that advice or or not, and they probably won't, because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't take but you know what, it. dude? One of their friends will tell them the same exact piece of advice, and they'll fucking and jump they'll on it. Yeah, you're right. So, and they'll you know later years they'll look on it and you know they'll give you credit and not their friends. Yeah, I don't even want credit. I just want them to be okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, hold on. How's your mouth doing? Oh goodness. Holy fucking shit. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tr- my brain's not working right now. It's not <laughs> my mouth anymore. It's hit my brain like ouch. Yeah. Um no, but just like loading up the car and uh planning for this trip, dude, it's it's a big deal when you have little kids, you know what I mean? Because Last year, I fucking overloaded the fucking car, and we didn't use half that shit. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm trying to just get a list going saying, hey, we need X, Y, and Z. We're not wasting money by going to the store and buying this. We're going to buy it ahead of time and just really plan things out. And that's not my style. My style is more like, let's wing it. And then I realized that winging it costs about $300 extra. Where are you guys going? Um, Secaucus Lake up here in Maine. It's awesome. If uh, if anybody wants to catch your boy Rick Roy, he'll be on Cocaine Beach uh, <laughs> next week. <laughs> what the fuck did you say? Did you say you said Cocaine Beach, right? Secaucus. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Awesome. With that, we're gonna wrap it up, and we'll see you next week. The Subtractive and your boy Rick Roy podcast. They're gonna be on SoundCloud, or you can get them on thesubtractive.com. Everything's on there. The Subtractive album, Another Time, is for sale on Bandcamp. You might as well just go to thesubtractive.com to fulfill all of your The Subtractive needs. <laughs>